Hey everyone, and welcome to the club, Club Cool to be more specific, brought to you by Grandex Media, currently hosted on the Grandex Labs feed. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, and this is my podcast, where we discuss style, fashion, pop culture, entertainment, and pretty much anything in between where those topics converge. On the first three versions of this podcast... I introduced y'all to the founding members of the Grandex Slack channel and text group designated for sneaker and clothing talk, which was named Club Cool. You met Will, you met Ross, you met Phil, all individually just talking to me, one guy, one guest per episode. Well, today we have a really special surprise for you. But before I get to that, please go follow at Club Cool Pod on Instagram at Club Cool Pod on Twitter, and share this podcast with your friends, with your family, with anybody that you think might be interested in it. Can't express enough how much word of mouth helps uh, before this thing can spin off onto its own feed and just, you know, shoot to the moon. Got to get those listens up. So tell people about it if you like it. Share it. It means a lot to me, and I appreciate it. Share. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, okay, so today... I've got the entirety of Club Cool sitting right here, all four members in the stew for the first ever Club Cool Roundtable. Welcome, everybody. Baby, we got a stew going. <laughs> oh, there's a stew me. going. Oh, yeah. So what we're going to do today, I, also, thank you, everybody, that's been sending in questions, whether you DM'd Club Cool Podcast Instagram or my own personal Instagram or on Twitter or if you sent me an email or if you left a voicemail. We're going to get to a lot of those today. That's what we're going to do today on this roundtable. No pop culture entertainment minute because we have so much to cover and I'm still not going to I'm, I'm still going to have a big backlog of questions. But once again, thank you everybody that sent something in. Keep the questions and the topic prompts coming. That's how we're going to make these podcasts really interesting and fun. Let's go ahead and get right into the listener questions and let this roundtable begin. Our first broad topic that we're going to talk about today is one that you've heard us talk about on pretty much every episode so far. So we're just going to we're just going to knock it out real quick. It's sneakers and resale. And I got a lot of questions about, you know, the various intricacies and ins and outs of kind of tackling the shoe thing. But before I get to the questions, I did want to ask if you guys saw what Soulbox in Berlin did <laughs> on the release of the Para Air Max 1s. Well, I did not. It's a big hype shoe. It's the the it's like, I think it's like a Dutch fashion. Uh, it's a Dutch design house that works with Nike sometimes. It's P A R R A. I've been yeah, calling look, it Para. I'm, I'm looking para. at the shoe. I saw it on Instagram all over the and place. The Air Max One was the big one. It was a super hard get on the sneakers app and everything. Right. Anyway, Soulbox in Berlin. If you camped out and you waited for these shoes overnight, all hours of the day, whatever you did. And then went in and you got your shoes. They were making you walk out in the shoes. Why? <laughs> to, to to ensure you weren't going to go resell them immediately. To, to try to to take oh. a, a dig at the resellers. Basically. Oh, that's an interesting move. And I, I got to get y'all stake on this. I I love this. Even if I don't think it's necessarily fair, because if you camped out, you get to do whatever you want with the shoes. Right. But I despise resellers and even though they make this game what it is. So I think this is hilarious that they had to do this. This is pretty funny. There's all sorts of, of videos and pictures of these resellers after having walked out of the store, and they're all sitting on the ground with the boxes open <laughs> trying to like get the creases out of the shoes and toothbrush the soles and wipe them up so that they can still claim them there as was, dead stock. There's a picture of some dude trying to tiptoe out with his feet like barely dude, in the shoe. That's pathetic. <laughs> it's so stupid. What if, this, I mean, what if it doesn't go with your fit, though? I, you can't you, be caught like that. <laughs> that's true, Will. That's a good point. Yeah, they're going for three ten on. Uh, that's Stock not X even. Right now. That's not even astronomical. You know, like no, nah, it's not that crazy. But I, lo I love the move. I, I think that that's great on their part to make them wear them out. Anything we can do to curb the because the problem here is it, it's not necessarily the resale market as a whole. It's people who are only participating in the sneaker game. For the purposes of reselling them for more money. Yeah. If you're not, if you, which I've never done and I don't really understand, like, 
When I buy shoes, I buy them to wear them because I like them. Yes. I, it, you're just a fucking asshole if you're going around buying stuff just because you know you can jack up the price and resell it. Like, that's a dick move. Well, and the, this the cycle does kind of become circular for me, though, because... What you know right now? What I really want is the Element React 87. Right, and so I saw that this Para Air Max One was coming out, and I looked up. I looked at StockX, and I saw that resale was like du- was double what they sold for, and so I went after these in the hopes of getting them so that I could resell them, so that I could buy the Element React. Oh my 87s. god! Yeah. You know Come what I mean? On. So that's but that's so that's <laughs> but that's another arm of this thing yeah. is that now I'm trying to get something that I know will resell. So that I can pay the stupid markup on the thing that I really want. want. I've definitely gone after some Yeezy 350s with the intention of saying, you know, I mean, I wanted to resell them, but at the same time, I probably would have gotten them and immediately worn them. It's just not worth the profit you are bringing in unless you're broke. Right, or doing it on a very, very large scale. Yeah, or doing it on a very large scale, which apparently a lot of these guys are, and that's the problem. Yes, Okay, so this Air Max 1, the Para, it's sold out everywhere, and now people are reselling it. And I got some questions about what are these resale sites? Right. So let's talk about Goat, and let's talk about StockX first, because these are the two apps and websites that I think are at the top of the game specifically for sneaker reselling and buying now is goat just an app no no website as well there's a website i think StockX is probably the one that we're all most familiar with it's the one i I use that too do they count flight club just puts up outrageous prices that's the thing flight flight club is basically like hey do you want this shoe you can come have it for fourteen thousand dollars if you want it yeah Yeah. and they're they're a retail location too that's right but but I don't I generally don't think about Flight Club kind of mostly because of what of because of what Ross just said is that their prices are always they're outrageous stupid much higher they're, they're they're considerably higher than what you're going to find on StockX yeah but if you're comparing StockX to Goat StockX is definitely the gold standard in my opinion the they have way more information for you to digest yes their app is cleaner way cleaner. Here's the thing with Goat that, in my opinion, again, is a little bit cooler. Um, they offer a used option. So you can buy the shoes used that, at a that's discounted true. rate. Buying and selling through StockX is for dead stock, which mm-hmm. means never worn, fresh, in the box, brand new, right. tags, everything. Right. So that's that's StockX is only for brand new stuff. Yeah. But StockX and Goat are, the, are two places where resellers are listing these shoes and you can go buy them and they both have authentication practices so that's that's how you using one of these apps or sites is is one of the ways that you can avoid being hoodwinked sure yeah they do a good job on fake fake merch you've probably bought the most on StockX. yeah so i've i've used stock stock x a couple of times in the last month i got i used them for the uh (laughs) you're on a spree I have been on a bit of a spree. It's, 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 uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into detail on it, but so I got the, the super moon yellows through stock X. I got the, uh, the blush Yeezy 500s through stock X. And I got the ones I'm wearing right now, the 350 butters, all those were through stock X. And the way it works is the reseller ships the, once you've placed your order, ships the shoe to stock X. They have some kind of authentication practice that, they then attach a StockX approved little tag with a green little StockX thing on it. They ship it to you, and then you get to approve it. If you deem that this shoe, for whatever reason, is 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 you know not up to your standards, you just send it back. As long as you haven't taken off that green mm. StockX tag, they'll honor the exchange. Okay. Now, for all three of the shoes that I bought, they were in flawless condition. Uh, obviously, not worn or, or out of the box or anything like that. Like they were completely, they were what I wanted. Yeah. So you just cut off the little StockX thing and you cut off the other tags and you go about your business. The, the, also, why I like StockX is it, if you couldn't tell from the name, it kind of operates as a fluctuating market. Right. So you can kind of stock shoes and see 
how high they go in yeah. your size and then how low they go. They so, give you a ton of info too right. as far as how all that goes. So you, you can kind of watch and if something comes down to a price that you like, you can either buy immediately or you can place a bid. And right. a seller might take you up on your bid if you have the, the highest bid currently, even if that's lower than the lowest price that a seller is asking for, basically. Yeah. Is that what you did, Ross? How'd you buy those? I did the asking price or whatever the lowest ask yeah on all three instances and that worked okay so uh listener dan says that he still doesn't understand how the sneaker drops work how do how do how do i know what's dropping what app should i have for resale how do i know what i'm buying isn't counterfeit i'm just trying to get tight kicks help me out so dan we just kind of covered resale with stock and stock x and goat but where do you guys how do y'all pay attention to what's coming out, what's dropping? Where 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 do you follow? What do you pay attention to? For Nike, the sneakers app is incredible. Yes. Right? They give you the what's coming soon. You can hit notify me on any pair of shoes that you might be interested in. You're going to get a notification that tells you 15 minutes before they drop. They've made a little system on there that that makes it so that you can actually get drops. I think they've done a much better job of combating the bots than Adidas has. Adidas doesn't really have an answer. To what What do you mean? On the Yeezys, it just says, uh, we are currently working on weeding out bots. Stay tuned. <laughs> now, I have no faith they're doing any of that. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. And it's so funny because like, even since I was on uh, ver- version one of V1 of Club Cool, I got hit up by multiple people who were like, hey, yo, I've got a bot. Yeah, (laughs) I'll help you. Like next drop that you want, hit me up and and we can use my bot. Yeah, and I was like, man, I don't know if I want to contribute to this any more than I already have. And don't get me wrong, I've used a bot before. We've bought it. Ross and I have bought it. We did. And I was really upset when you guys revealed that information at a Christmas party. We copped uh, with great success. Great success. Yeah, and it was fun. It was was, awesome. I was fun. Fun times. Very pleased. I felt like I was like. I felt like such an outsider when you guys told me that. I was yeah. like, man, but it's it's good because I definitely would have spent the money to do it had I known you guys were doing it. Yeah, it it is what it is. Uh, the game has chilled out a little since our botting days when we were actively doing that. Like, you don't need that as much anymore, thankfully, because Yeezy has has upped their uh, numbers big time, but. There I is just no. Find, I find out through Instagram almost exclusively. Yeah. Instagram is great. Like, sneaker yeah. news. So sneaker, so sneaker news. news is it. Right. If you're interested in all of the the heat that's dropping as far as footwear goes, you need to go follow Sneaker News on Instagram. Yeah, they're a great follow. Spelled just like it sounds. Sneaker News. They have 7.3 million followers. I mean, it's a massive account. Uh, they've got lots and lots of information about where shoes will drop, what's coming out. As soon as new colorways are revealed or leaked, they they post them up. So that's, that's I would say, the best place for the news about what is coming when. The problem is it's the news about the most hyped possible shit. So right. it's like, yeah. and they have 7 million followers. Mm-hmm. So yes. you're getting information that everyone is getting, basically. That's correct. And you're, and you're not going to get a whole lot of the more obscure drops that that aren't going to sell out immediately. Like, you have to, if you really want to keep an eye on all that shit, you just need to follow, like, every sneaker account possible. And there's yeah, a lot Which of is such a dangerous game to play. Oh, it's hell. It <laughs> makes you want way more than what you need. Oh, it's absolute hell. I'd also right. recommend following, if you're just strictly going for Adidas, go to Adidas Alerts on Twitter, and they will tweet out links to not just the Adidas site, but other sites that shoes are dropping on. Um, and they're usually very, I, they have to be owned by Adidas. I'm convinced they are, even though it's not verified or anything, because mm. they will do it for other shoes that have price drops or whatever but if there's a sneaker that you want on a certain day setting up alerts on adidas alerts will tell you like every single place you can get it and Mm -hmm. so it's not guaranteed but it's 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 pretty pretty informative and immediate which is why i think that adidas has something to do with it and as lame as it sounds a good account if you're just into yeezys and adidas um yeezy mafia on twitter Mm mm-hmm they're great. They're great. They They're dickheads. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's really They're such funny. assholes. The guy or guys or people, I guess they could be chicks. I don't know. I just assume. I, what I picture in my head is like, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the dude's an asshole to everybody yeah. who yeah. tweets at him. And just it's stick. so funny. Like, I finally replied. I was like, 
I appreciate the information, but why do you have to be such a dick about it to <laughs> yeah. everybody? Well, the the love and hate between the resellers and the guys like us that are not full time resellers and are just trying to get tight shit, just like Dan, yeah. is that it it creates this animosity, and that has made all of the quote unquote plugs right. and like the Yeezy Mafia guys and anybody that has these major connections and is just sitting on stacks and stacks and stacks mm-hmm. right. of all these hyped up shoes it has made them complete and total assholes yes because they know they have all the power right and there's nothing we can do about it yeah but there's like there's that one 15 year old no. kid oh my god i'm not i'm kid, not dude. even gonna say his i'm not dude. gonna give him the, no, the don't, uh don't the, give him the shine the shine because he's definitely listening but God, he is annoying. Oh, my God. It makes, me, it makes me want to drop out of the whole thing. There, for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, there's a few different kids who are like, I, I don't know how this works. I don't know if they're billionaire children. They are. They're, they're like 16-year-olds who have super, super rich dads and had a connection to a, to to something. To some companies yes. that allow them the, the ability to get every drop, and they get tons of boxes of every drop, and then they put them up all over Instagram and it is very frustrating, especially being a 31-year-old adult man with a fucking job <laughs> and my own money. Like, I'm trying to buy these shoes, and this little shit is getting, like, 20 pairs of them. And then they go straight to Flight Club or whatever. It's just it's bullshit. Do you guys remember It's Lavish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was incredible. Yes. Yes. That's why I imagine if, 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 he was, if, if he still existed and was still 16, yeah. I would imagine that he would do exactly this. Did he die? No, he. I think he just... You know what? I'm gonna say it. I think he's the one behind Yeezy Mafia. I think <laughs> that, I can see him being behind it's Yeezy lavish. Mafia. He was the most ridiculous human being on social media before his time. The game is fucked up. I'll say that. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, you don't want no part of this, Dewey. But if but if you're in it or, or you or you want to get into it, this has all been really good information. Let's kind of just spin the dial here just a bit and talk about some other uh, reselling sites. Ben asked me where I sell my lightly used clothes. Uh, listener Ross said, you mentioned selling clothes. Can you talk more about what services you, you use to sell stuff? His name's Ross? It, there was a, yeah. Uh-huh. My name is Ross. That's, Dude, shouts to, my dad's name is Ross. Wow. This is Holy crazy. Shit. Whole squad is Ross. This is tight. Um, I, I've mentioned Grailed on this podcast before, and that is currently, I've called it the an eBay f- strictly for men's clothing. Uh, Will, I know you've tooled around on Grailed before. Yeah. Phil, I think you've got some experience. Mm-hmm. I've sold over 130 things on Grailed. Damn. It's, it's been um, it's been pretty great for for selling lightly used stuff. And then if you're looking for if you want to like experiment with something, and whether you're looking for you know some J Crew shirts on the cheap or something from the 2004 Raph Simmons collection, like Grailed is a spot where you will find this stuff. Okay. And is the idea for you as a guy who? I assume you don't wear things too many times, right? Like, you're nice shit. You're really nice shit. You don't wear too many times. So is that what you mean? You end up slanging that because it's lightly used or whatever? Yeah, it's. uh, but it's also, if I have something that I really, really like, regardless of how many times I have or haven't worn it, I'm usually holding on to it. But for stuff that... Just out of what? Like, sickness? (laughs) (laughs) Just because you're sick? That doesn't make any sense. Like, But I get what you're saying, yeah. Well, I mean, I've got so much that... Almost nothing gets worn a ton. You know what I mean? <laughs> Must be nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I guess it is his sickness. Yes, yes. But but stuff that I that I know I'm not going to wear anymore, okay. or that I don't like the way it fits me anymore, or just because you got too huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I get you. I understand. I'm just I was just clarifying like why a human being would want to sell lightly used clothing is because it's right. still in incredible shape. You only wore it once or twice, maybe. And uh, it's good shit. Somebody can be wearing yeah. that. And, and for fly. whatever reason, I don't. I don't need it anymore. Or right. I don't want it anymore. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so I love the convenience of Grailed. Like if you if you flag an item that you like, and get the notification to your phone that the price has dropped on it, it's just like oh shit, I'm gonna buy this right now, aren't I? Yeah. And it's just it's just very simple to search your brands. It doesn't feel super competitive. You're not like bidding like on eBay or something like that. Like it's just right. like a store. That you buy things from. Is it Grailed? Yes, that's G-R-A-I-L-E-D. And here's the other cool thing. So there's four sections on Grailed. There's Hype, which is for Supreme, Yeezy Drops, stuff like that. There's Sartorial, which is if you're looking for Suiting or Armani or something like that. And then there's Core, if you're looking for the lower end stuff, you want to pick up something from... 
you know, a mall brand or, or, or kind of something that's not really super hyped. Okay. And then there's the main section, which is grailed, which is where you'll find stuff from like the brands that Phil and I talked about last week, like John Elliott or Amy Leon Dor, right. Or the more kind of higher end sought after stuff like St. Laurent or Rick Owens or, or anything like that. So you can kind of, you can go to those specific sections depending on what you're looking for. If you just want to scroll and look and kind of browse and then the other thing is all of the items on Grailed are listed for a price, but almost all listings have an option to make an offer. Oh. And people will take offers. I will tell you, as a seller, I, I usually take anything that is like 75% of, of the current asking Just price. Just to move it. Just yeah. to move it. Because there is a ton. God, there's a lot on Grailed right now. And people are looking for deals. So... These sellers are willing to move stuff. And, and one thing that, that they do that I think is kind of cool is they will feature, whether it's a celebrity or a well-known um, person on there, and they will put their closet up. Oh, right, right. They, and yeah. sell their personal items, which yep. is, I think, something very cool. And you can get them for a reasonable price. True, true. Uh, if if I have stuff that is not moving on Grail, then I take it to a store like Buffalo Exchange. Yeah. So if you're out there looking to sell stuff and you don't want to deal with listing stuff, then just find something like Buffalo Exchange or, or Plato's Closet, and you're not going to get a ton, but, you know, yeah, you pick up a few bucks. Uh, I wanted to say something really quickly about just StockX before we've gotten too far away from it. The A lot of people have hit me up recently being like, how do you get all these fucking shoes or whatever? Like, a lot of the ones I'm wearing recently are these, you know, recently dropped Yeezys, 500s or the new 350s or whatever. Dude, they're not much more than, than retail Mm-hmm. On Stock X, that's mm-hmm. true. They made a lot of these things. You're, you're paying thirty bucks more than you would. So if you want them, just go buy them. It's thirty bucks, man. Like sell a fucking, you know, a cat or something. I don't know what what costs thirty bucks. Just <laughs> yeah, don't people, just people don't out here out, selling cats. Yeah. On grail. Don't go out to lunch one day. Yeah, just, like yeah. on a just weekend. Like don't go to some like good lunch. Just eat something at home. Then this boom, is this is the most accessible that the Yeezys have ever been. And uh, very true. It's the probably going to is... get. Yeah. Easier and easier from here, and and while you could argue like you know that takes away some of the coolness factor or whatever, I don't know, man. We're at a point where there's so many different colorways and models and shit. Like y- the odds of you running into somebody else wearing the same fucking shoes as you are, as, as you are so slim. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, I want the goddamn wave runners, and they're still really expensive. Me too. Uh, unfortunately, they're supposed to come out later this summer, I think. You're talking about the original wave runners? Yeah. We had them. Remember that day they dropped? We they were in everybody's cart and nobody pulled the trigger. Dude, I had them in my because they were pre order. Yeah, pre order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, on on Yeezy. Mm-hmm. Well, also I had like completely rejected the the Yeezy attempt at the dad shoe movement up until that point. Like it hadn't sunk in for well, me. Yeah, yet. it just had. To be, I mean, I didn't even really dig them to begin with, and now they've grown on me. Yeah, they, I liked them to begin with, but I didn't want to admit to everybody that I liked them, so I <laughs> I acted like I didn't. You pussy. And then Sally convinced me not to buy them. Uh, while we were driving one day, and I was like, "All right, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it." Him. And now I'm like, "Dude, I, I'm such an idiot. I'm like, I liked them and I had them. X. I just didn't pull the I, trigger." I'm still. I'm, How much are they, Ross? They're cold, man. They're fucking. Sick. I, I don't like them. I love them. The only the, the these peop- look like a Barrett shoe to me. What are too? they going for? Yeah, How much are they yeah, going for? Five hundred bucks minimum. They they look like they're like too much of a throwback. They look. Like, you remember that brand that was sold at Academy called Avia? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah baby. That's what they look like to Dude, me. That, the, the people that I see pulling the wave runners off are usually girls, and so I also think they maybe kind of have a feminine look. Which I mean, I'm down with the androgynous stuff, but you know, when Emily Oberg wears them, I think they look tight. But when Denim Tears wears them, I'm not that into them. Yeah, I'm just gonna pretend I know who those people are. That you're Denim talking about. Tears. <laughs> who is that guy? I don't know. Somebody in Kanye's circle. I, I need to know what that guy. He's does. always around. He's always there. In yeah, Wyoming, he's, he's like the, time he's, he's, he's like the yeah. new Virgil or something. He's probably yeah. a drug dealer. Uh, I will say this: Shouts. I do have a couple of kind of secret tips for Nike and Adidas drops. If you want them, follow Club Cool Pod on Instagram and send me a DM. That's the only way you're going to get them. Okay. Oh. There is there is one Avia jacket on Grailed right now. You're looking <laughs> to copy it. It's $135 just, and it's atrocious. I just downloaded Grailed so you get to explain to my wife uh, <laughs> why I now have random used clothing showing up in my house. Okay, I've got a couple of specific shoe questions now. From Michael, he says, hey, Barrett, love the new pod. 
I have two pairs of Air Force Ones from the college days. I treated them well, and they still look good. Are Air Forces still cool to wear? Were they ever cool, or was I just brainwashed by the St. Lunatics? Appreciate it, man. <laughs> That's a good fucking email yeah. or, or DM or whatever that was. Michael, uh, I think you are free to stomp around, keep stomping in your Air Force Ones. I, I'm with you. There's actually, between the St. Lunatics and the Nelly song and now, there was a massive dip in the popularity of Air Force Ones. Yeah. Well, they got overexposed. They got right. went crazy. Everybody and, had these but, things. But they're actually a very, very popular silhouette right now, and there's designers doing collaborations with them. There's a John Elliott one coming soon. Ricardo Tichy, previously of Givenchy, was doing Air Force One collaborations. Um, they're releasing a whole bunch of new silhouettes in like this like military strappy style. Yeah. So I mean, the Air Force One, like, if you like them, man, I think now is definitely the right time to pull those back out. Yeah, they they seem to be gaining a lot of traction. I'm looking at like a lot of those recent these new uh, styles of Air Force One mm-hmm. that they're dropping, the ones with the straps and stuff. And there's, it, dude, it's a great shoe still. It's it's yeah. just uh, ALD put out some. Yep. I it's didn't even know. Seen, I honestly you know? didn't even know they were doing it. And I was in the store and I saw them and I was like, oh, those are sick. Those must just be on display because they looked like they were just on display, like mm-hmm. they had them custom made. And then I took a photo of them. Somebody was like, oh, do you get those? And I was like, no. Well, and I also think they're kind of perfect because with the way the pant silhouettes are kind of opening back up a little bit and loosening them, uh-huh. loosening up, like the the real, the, the smaller, sleeker silhouetted shoes right. look kind of funny with that. So you need something a little bit bulkier. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I, I think the Air Force One is 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 good for the current look. And if you want to be a psycho about it, the uh, the off white Air Force is is very cool, very yeah. clean. But you're gonna pay about two grand, something, <laughs> some, something outrageous like that. So, just, you so you'll have them like Christmas time about. I I'm not I'm not an Air Force One. I would get the off whites if that was like in my you know. I wouldn't say in my budget because I don't have a budget because I'm not a responsible adult. But <laughs> if it was if it was a realistic thing that I could like do that and and still pay my mortgage or whatever, then I would do it. They're sick, but. I can't, so I won't. Great shoe, though. I don't right. like a lot of the newer off-white stuff. They're starting to get weird. Well, they're just, I mean, the more and more he releases, the less cool they become. Yeah. Part of the reason the 10 was so awesome is yeah. because they were so, so exclusive. That's so fair. new and unique. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into every single one of those. Um, all right, Evan said, Yo, Barrett, love the new pod. Helps us postgrads out here stay in the times. Quick question for you. In the summer, I find myself always grabbing my very 2014 Sperry boat shoes. They're easy, versatile, no socks needed, semi-formal, but always fit into the casual scene. My problem is I'm just completely over them. Been wearing them out and buying new pairs for what seems like a decade now. Can you please let me in on some insight for some more relevant substitutes? He's tried ultra, I've tried Ultra Boosts, but I just feel strange wearing them with khakis or other nicer shorts. Answer on the pod if easy. I would Fuck. so that, if so I was you. That's the question. That's the question. What's what's yeah. the right shoe to basically substitute in for your Sperry? Uh, here's my vote: the Common Projects Achilles heel. But if you don't want to spend Achilles low, I'm sorry, several hundred dollars. Mm. This is so there. I'm not exactly sure, like ex- how to describe the type of shoe that I'm talking about. But basically what a lot of these brands are putting out is kind of retro, almost like tennis sneakers. Right. But the type of thing that you're looking for is the super basic stuff like an Adidas Stan Smith, Mm -hmm. an Adidas Gazelle, the Nike Blazer Low. Um, You know what I would recommend? A Puma Suede or a Puma Clyde. Like the very, they're very, they work well with shorts. They work well with jeans and chinos. They, They don't look too performance heavy. You know get, what I mean? Get you some fucking Pharrell tennis shoes. Those are a good substitute. Like they're not yeah. expensive. They look good and they're fairly simple. And you can wear the shit out of them like you do with boat shoes. Yeah. Uh, also, a really good alternative. And I still have the original pair that I bought of these, probably well over twelve years ago. Is a Converse Jack Purcell. Yeah, Jack Purcell is a great option. And that's like that if you if you kind of want to stay preppier or more traditional. Exactly. Jack Purcell works with that yeah. entire look. Right. Oh, Jay Cruz sells cool. yeah, um, these are a few cool. different colorways. This these might be like bad advice bucks. just because yeah. J. Cruz kind of overdone it now, but for a shoe that I can just slide into and run errands and not worry about messing up, I just wear a pair of Vans all the time now. It's mm-hmm. the the Vans authentic, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they yes. they have so many different colors, so many different like 
different features on them. It's just like they're and they're sixty bucks, or you can get them on sale. It's just like I don't wear them to nice things, but if I'm going somewhere and I'm just running out the door, yep, it's a very easy shoe that I don't care if I mess up because it, at the end of the day, it's only sixty bucks, and I think they look better dirty anyway. So. I want to I want to say something about boat shoes. <laughs> if you're if you're under twenty three, I'll say. Is, that's fine. Like you don't need to be wearing shoes that you. I mean, that, what if you're over sixty five? <laughs> that's also fine. Like you don't really give a fuck. It's if the, during the stages of your life where it's just like whatever, man. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. But if when I see like somebody my age wearing boat shoes now, somebody that's like you know mid to mid twenties to mid thirties, somewhere in that range, it pains me. Jared, because I yeah, because like we got dudes we work with that wear. Jared wears them every day, and I'm just like. I want to go buy Jared some shoes. They're I just, normies. I know what he would do. He would sell them and then use the money to buy more boat shoes. Yeah. Dude, you look like a fucking idiot. Stop wearing boat shoes with everything. It just it's and I went I did that the whole game too. I did the boat shoe thing for fucking 7 years probably. Yeah. Yeah. You got to run away from that shit though once yeah. you're like an adult. It's over. We we got we got kind of lucky because when we were all in college, it was the wave, the style wave, was like this Wes Anderson take on prep prepster wear. Right. It, it, Pharrell was wearing bow ties right. and stuff. <laughs> Saint Laurent was doing boat shoes. Kanye, so, dude, Kanye, Kanye was, was wearing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polos yes. and backpacks. So, so yeah. I tried to dress like Kanye for a New Year's Eve party, and I look at those photos now, and I'm like, dude, you looked like an asshole. <laughs> oh man, I'd love so to the, see the, those. The, we too. hit the college boat oh. shoe fraternity thing at the same time that boat shoes were actually very popular in kind of the Higher broader fashion, the, yeah. yeah the broader style scene overall but yeah right now they're 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 not the they're dead bro yeah, deader than yeah. dead mm-hmm. stop if you're looking down at your feet right now and you're like oh shit yeah nothing smells those. worse than a boat shoe dude they, mm. they smell they bad stink and you just kind of look like a degenerate yeah for some it, reason and the well you just mentioned two things that i'll touch on one vans so if you want something to slip on, a van slip-on is also super easy mm-hmm. and really cheap and looks good with everything. And then yours are from one of the J.Crew collaborations? No, but they look similar to okay. them. Well, if you go to jcrew.com and click on shoes and then go to sneakers, and they do collaborations with Asics, uh, Adidas, New Balance, Vans, a, a whole Nike. They do the, the kill shot. Mm-hmm. Basically... You could choose anything from the sneaker section on J. Crew, and it would be a really nice kind of step up from the boat shoe, but into something that will still that should still fit your style based on what I'm guessing it's like if you, if you own a bunch of pairs. Oh of boat yeah, shoes. if you think that a boat shoe goes with something, any of the sneakers on there will yes look just as good with it, if yeah. not better than the boat shoe. All right. We've talked about shoes ad nauseum. Let's move on to accessories. Sean says, hey, guys, can you go over the new shoulder bag craze for men? Who can pull it off? When does it work? And to be to to explain here a little bit, what he means by shoulder bag is originally the fanny pack, which now every designer and their mom is doing. And now people are wearing them as across their shoulders like shoulder bags right which spurred a shoulder bag trend which is now also like a tactical vest <laughs> thing it's out of control so there's people are wearing all sorts of bags and fanny packs and everything on their body as an accessory what are your thoughts um i'll go first so i hate like right now look at all my shits on the table i hate having stuff in my pockets I hate it <laughs> And if I could get over myself and wear one of these things, I might, but I I can't get into it personally. But if it's functional, that's fine. But what I can't stand (laughs) is it it just bugs me for some reason. But like these rappers that are so hard, (laughs) for instance, ASAP, like ASAP Rocky is talking about trapping booming out the trap out the hallway <laughs> is going to murder your whole fucking family but then he's pictured with a woman's purse like crossbody he's got the new crossbody like Louis Vuitton bag yeah, on yeah but ASAP cruising around. ASAP's a bad example because he's so deep in the fashion game yeah. that he has somehow merged dude he's gangster. also pretty as hell yeah he's just a pretty dude yeah, he's, he's just a pretty the, motherfucker but well, it, well I think about 
James Harden up on stage with Meek Mill uh, doing the shiggy with his little Balenciaga uh, yeah. fanny pack sitting sitting over his crotch. <laughs> and he's a bad example. I, I ride and those guys up to just having too much right. money, and they're like, all right, I need something else to spend right. money on. I'm getting a bag. Yeah, here's the thing. If th- those guys like that who are on the extreme, extreme end of the fashion spectrum and have an ungodly amount of money and are constantly trying to push the envelope and do whatever the fuck it is that they think is hot, I'd say – just for the record, that ASAP is significantly better at that than most. I would agree. Yes. I would agree. Very yeah. rarely do I see him and think, man, you look like an idiot right now. Right. That happens with Harden like twice a week <laughs> where I'm like, dude, what are you wearing? But that's fine. He, he does his thing. It's just until I see a more normal human being attempting to pull off this whole men's bag uh, situation, I can't, I, I can't take it serious. It's so out there. Like, it seems it, like it's going to go away real and quick. And it just always reminds me of the hangover, like the the fat guy in the hangover wearing the wearing the ju- he says it's a satchel. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would look like uh-huh. if I tried to wear it. Yes, <laughs> like it that's why it, I will never do that yeah. because I have the beard. I, it just, yes. People would think you were trying to pull off yeah. that costume that everyone wore for Halloween for a decade. It's not even an option for me. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. Okay, so I largely feel like this got started as another way to put a brand on your body. Like, we're still right in the thick of logo mania, basically. So if you can get more Gucci G's or a Supreme Box logo or the Balen- or the word Balenciaga on your body in another way, that is what people in the fashion world are trying to do right sure. now. It, which is not a good reason to wear something. No, really. no, it's not. The other thing is with the shoulder bag craze is I'm, I'm with you, Phil, on I, I like the functionality and the idea of it. Mm-hmm. But it... And and there have been some that I wanted to buy, like the the tie dye corduroy ones from ALD were, they were tight. really really they tight. Were tight. But this is a this is a trend that falls into a box that I call that that's basically what I'll say is not wearable unless you live in a fashion city. Mm-hmm. If I see somebody walking around with a shoulder bag in Austin, Texas, I'm wondering what the hell's wrong with them. They're trying way too hard. What, why are you, why are you doing that? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Texas is nobody, just too nobody hot. Nobody cares. It. I'm trying to get shit off my body, it's not too, put it on. It's too hot. I would have a sweat stain on my shirts of like where the strap went over my body, <laughs> just right across the and, nipple. And yeah, it would be terrible. Even though. with Austin being one of the more walkable cities in Texas, it's not a walkable city. No, not at all. This is this is something that you can do in New York because you are walking or taking a subway everywhere, and you that that. Is a very good point. That makes it much more difficult to lug a bunch of shit around. So you need yeah. a bag that can carry that stuff. It, right. It makes more sense. So if you don't want to walk around with a 15-pound backpack on your bag all day, but you want to carry a few more items and fit in your pockets, then this is then it is functional, like you said. But I think unless you live in New York, basically, <laughs> yeah. this is too hard to pull off. The version of this that, that you mentioned that I could see working more in more normalized cities that aren't... Not, you know, Austin's a hip city, but it's not a fashion city. Right. Uh, it's kind of like a hipster city more than anything. But I feel like the fanny pack's more practical. Like the the dope fanny packs mm-hmm. that some of these brands are making, if you're the type of quirky dude that can pull that off or whatever... Maybe so. It works better than the shoulder bag the shoulder, than the bag, shoulder Austin, bag, Where yeah. people are going to be looking at you like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Okay, uh, James asked me. He's got a question. Go over accessories, watches, bracelets, rings. If you're really trendy, he's noticed a massive increase in basically dudes wearing accessories and jewelry. What's your opinion on these accessories? I feel like I'm the wrong person to answer this question. Okay, well I'll go. Um, <laughs> I so I'm I have a wedding ring on, obviously, but I am you know I see people like. Again, Justin Thoreau and these types of guys pulling off the ring pretty well. I'm not sure I could do that. Um, But what I do, you know, kind of get into is a bracelet, you know, whether that's stacked on top of a watch or um, elsewhere. Um, Barrett has on a really dope necklace right now underneath the shirt. That works. Um, And I, you know, my, my aunt, long story short, is a jewelry designer at like 12 years ago i had her design this little bracelet for me that's very similar to something i'm looking right now online just a little small link that goes around Mm -hmm. had a clasp on it um and i stacked that on top of the watch just that's it though i mean like don't go overboard 
It was silver, by the way. If you're a normal dude, like a pretty regular dude, I think what you just described is the limit that you can pull off. Like yeah. I've seen Barrett yeah. pull it off with the the same exact thing, the watch with the with the bracelet stacked. Mm-hmm. And it can look really cool. But if you try to go nuts with it, like you think you're Johnny Depp or a member of the Rolling Stones or some shit, you 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 look like an idiot. It just it's it's just, it's like that it, the accessories that take you to the next level are the riskiest thing to stack on <laughs> because you can end up just completely go, like what you described as trying too hard is yeah. what it is is what you come off as if you don't pull it off right. If it doesn't look natural and it doesn't fit with everything else you've got going on with your look. It won't work. Oh, you'll be walking around the bar with that thing in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah, you can yeah. Take, you, all it takes is one guy taking a jab at you uh, when you're walking by to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and you're taking it off in the stall and putting it in your Flushing pocket. Flushing it down the stall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the easiest way to pick this up if you want to try something is with a with a really simple bracelet. I mm-hmm. think that is, I think that is, can be in pretty much any guy's wheelhouse. Like y'all said, this is an area where less is usually more. Yeah. So do not try to do a bunch of these things at one time. Right. Because then you will veer into off-duty pirate territory like Johnny Depp. And (laughs) and he pulls it off, and he is one of three people that pull it off. Yeah. The other two being Jason Momoa and uh, Keith Richards. Who can literally do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're in the realm of people who can do whatever they want, and no one's going to tell them differently. Momoa could put on a pink boa. (laughs) And I would be like, that is tight. <laughs> but it wouldn't work for me. So two just quick examples of stuff or you know brands that I like that would be in this category. And I'm going to mispronounce these. Barrett, help me out here. Uh, Giles and Brother. Mm-hmm. It can be pronounced Giles and Brother. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. They have some good options. Yep. And then um, often sold at J. Crew. I'm looking at them right now on Nordstrom. Meonse. Um, I think it's Mayansai. 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 I've yeah. heard that before. That, that's, that's a really good one. They've yeah. got a ton of options, really ton simple stuff. Yeah. Some stuff that's just like almost like paracord, like mm-hmm. the multicolored, you know, hiking rope type look, which is that it, it's, yeah. yeah. I'll say this, Phil. Now that you have the sleeve, mm-hmm. I think that qualifies you for to be multiple ring guy. <laughs> I, I actually, I'm serious. I, no, I think you're right. Like, I, I think, think he's if right. You've got too. tats. That's that's a whole different ball game. It changes up what you can get away with. It, I, it opens you up to the world of rings. Yeah, I appreciate that. I really do. I appreciate that. But I don't know if I'll take you up on that. I'm just saying it's I it's on the, the table for you. Yeah, okay. That's Thank all. you. You need on your other hand, you mm-hmm. need a signet ring. Is what you need. Sure. You need just something. What's a signet? That's like the a pinky ring, basically. Oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah. My always, dad. My dad used to own a store, and he would sell those rings because rich white women would come in and do it. Uh huh. And he would get samples from the from the stores or from the vendors, and the people that worked at the stores, he would get them with their initials on them or things like that, so that when they were done selling them, they could just give them to the employees and actually use them. And my cousin, whose initials are BMF, he just has a ring that has that on that slight small, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it stands for bad motherfucker." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Dude, this is that so is tight. tight that like yeah. you can do this." Yeah. And then. He got a bunch for me, but I was a little kid when he was selling this stuff. And so I know it, there's no way it could ever fit me. They're definitely st- sitting in a bag somewhere at our house that's just like not being used. One thing that's always kind of sort of creeped me out um, is I don't know if y'all have any friends that are in this category, but that wear the family crest ring. Nah. Typically I, like no. trust fund this kids. Is, this that, is just you and the Italians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't even the Beaumont, Beaumont clips. This is Beaumont Italian. Yeah, well, I have. There's <laughs> several guys that I know that are you know very wealthy, but will wear this um, gold family crest ring huh. that has obviously been passed down, like very worn down. It's like but some it's, Illuminati shit. Yeah, it's really kind of it kind of creeps me out a bit. There's like Nazi vibes to that for some. Yeah, reason. and it it's. Mm. I don't know. I've always there are. Well, I, I don't I, know why. I, I'm I'm probably gonna I'm gonna piss some people off right right now. But I also don't like class rings. Class rings are shit. And the, yeah. here's yeah. here's the thing. Agreed. I said this on touching base. In I Texas, went off on Texas A and M class rings. Texas in the state of Texas, where all of us grew up, except for Will, who grew up in Michigan. Uh, class rings were absolutely destroyed by the Texas A and M Aggies. They were. Yeah. They're fucking ruined. And. Uh, at Texas State, at my my uh, alma mater, Phil's alma mater, they attempted to make this a thing, and a lot of people bought into it. 
And I know guys, uh, thankfully they will never listen to this show, but two of my best friends wear these, <laughs> wear these class rings every day and they look like morons. And it comes off as like cheese dick, older dad. It just doesn't work. It's I don't know. I I hate it. Well, I, that, can't even I, I think them. that's the problem with them is that if you are wearing one, I am pretty much positive that I can all, also know like ten other things about you. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a very it's a very like specific it, type of person. Yes. You have racist tweets from two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Like for real. That, that's a good way of putting it. There. Like you see a dude wearing a class ring, and you know some things about that dude, uh, whether he realizes it or not. Yes. And honestly, both the guys I'm thinking of in my head, and these are two human beings that I love. Uh, they both fit into that category. Not the two thousand nine racist tweets thing. Yeah. Maybe. Who but knows? the uh, they're that type of dude that is just a little bit of goober to him yeah. is what it is. The and, only accessories uh, yeah. I have are sentimental things that my parents gave me. I have like a watch that I, I wanted, but it was only because I wanted to wear a watch that looked cool. Mm-hmm. I don't need it for the time or anything. It's pure. If I'm wearing it, it's purely because I think it looks cool. I wear my wedding ring, and then I wear the uh, half of a tattoo underneath my wedding ring (laughs) that I I attempted to get my wedding ring tattooed on. That's a vibe. Mm, That was a good night. It's a vibe. It's not the one you want to put out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I'll always look a little homeless as a result. (laughs) I I, I love to to try new things and push the envelope. I, I probably will never, ever try a ring. It's just not me. You, there's, you've got to reach this different level of life that I'm not at yet. If I ever get there, I'll, I'll explain it. But until I do, I can't explain it. There's just something There's something about like being a uh, – I don't know. You have to have like a position of power that allows you the ability to have the ring maybe, and yeah, like maybe tap that, it yeah. on the table or yeah. some sure. shit. You have people that actually kiss the ring. Yeah. You, or would if, if told to. Whatever it is, I don't have it. That's all I'm saying. One last thing I'll, I'll say. If – the bracelet, if, if you kind of want to try this, but even attempting a bracelet is something that you're a little nervous about, you can try the watches with the, that that you can swap out the straps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good that's, that's a great thing to do, too, to like kind of add something a little colorful some, to, some flair to, to your it. wrist. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. there's a lot. Dude, that's, that's always, if you're looking to get into accessories, you start with watches. You sure. start start with some that Barrett's talking about, like where you can swip you can swatch out swatch swap. Swap. Swap out the straps. Switch. <laughs> Swami? Swanson? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Okay. Last accessory question is from Diego. His question is how can he pull off the Brixton field hat? He thinks it's badass, but he doesn't know what to wear to pull it off. I'll post a link to the Brixton field hat, but but what he's basically what he's talking about is how does he pull off like a wide brim hat? Damn. I didn't even know Brixton made a hat like I'm that. I'm looking at the field hat. It's uh, I, I'm into them. However, I think that they've kind of faded a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen them pulled off very well by your host here, Barrett, um, and I think I could probably pull it off. But I'm afraid that I've missed the the trend. That's fair. You have to become the guy. You're the Brixton field hat guy, and if you already have one of those in your squad, you can't. I don't think you can tread on his mm. territory. No, there's <laughs> man. I love seeing a full squad of of these hats out. It has, it's, it's, oh, it's in Austin. It, yeah, all we'll, the time. We'll, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. It's it's just like the fedora. Every squad gets one, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? just one, yeah. or hopefully none if you're fedora wise. But Michael wears his out once in a while. Dude, I don't know how you. Like, I think you start with a if if this is something you want to do you start at a music festival. Okay, there you go. try it out at a music festival. That's a great testing ground for mm-hmm. something like this mm-hmm. because My, that that's kind of the wave that I get from it, the vibe that I get from yeah. it anyway. Yeah. It's kind of hipster crunchy. music, mm-hmm. crunchy, crunchy type yeah. thing. Yeah. Any any concert yep. would 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 do. Um, the thing about what what I had, I actually the hat that I own is Brixton as well, but instead of being kind of a wide brimmed summery field hat, it's more of a it's felt. And it's so, I guess what you'd call a wide-brimmed fedora. My thing about it is I feel like I have to match a very specific look to wear the hat. For sure. You know, sometimes I'll see LeBron pulling one of these things off and he's wearing Nikes with it. Yeah. And he kind of makes it work because he's LeBron. But for me, I feel like I need the very kind of Texas rocker country mm-hmm tight, like slim jeans and boots type thing going on. And that's about the, that's because... That's the Austin vibe. Because that's the, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
my uncle wears like a Filson vintage, like really old field hat. And I tried it on because not I'm going to wear it for different reasons than what he wears it for. Mm-hmm. He's functional. And I tried it on and my girlfriend Sally was like, you actually look pretty cool in that. But that's the only the kind of thing that I could pull off in cold weather where other people are won't think it's out of the norm. They're like, oh, he's just covering his head. I couldn't pull something like that off in Austin. That's right the problem. Like I'm wearing, you know, basically what I wear today is like what I wear every day, like T-shirt and shorts. I can't wear a fucking field hat with right. this. Right, yeah, ex- exactly. That doesn't exactly. work like yeah. that. Yeah. You, it just doesn't work. So I'll, I'll give you my anecdote. The f- I, I bought this Brixton field hat. It probably sat in a closet for three months. And finally, South by Southwest rolled around. Then this was probably three Did years. you think about three, it every day for those three, three months? Three years ago, pretty like, much. When <laughs> yeah. can I bust uh-huh. this thing out? Yes. Because that's what, exactly what I would do. And South by Southwest came, came around, and I was like, now is my chance. Yes. I can wear it, and if people give me shit... I'm just having a laugh because it's South by Southwest. Look how hipster I am. Right. And if it looks tight, then it looks tight. And maybe I'll be able to wear it a few more times after that. There you go. That's a good so way that, of looking at it. So that's kind of my advice is wear it to something where it kind of fits in and blends in anyway. It's music festival, a big park gathering, you know, something outdoors and crunchy and fun like that where you can kind of where it's where it's not where you can kind of just t- where you can test it out. You can experiment with it. Right. And if it doesn't work, it's not a big deal because you didn't try to wear it to a party. Because people are just like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. We've got a little bit of time left. We'll enter into a lightning round. We're just going to talk about a few random questions that I got. And uh, we can give quick answers here. Don't have to be super long-winded. First, Dave. He's interested in linen shirts this summer. Do's and don'ts of the linen game? Fuck. Will, don't you have some linen I've been stuff? crushing linen lately. Well, speak it's, up. it's such a functional Brother? fabric for hot weathers. <laughs> hot weather. Hot weathers. Hot weathers. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like something else. Uh, I mean, I, for me, if, if, if I'm wearing it in hot weather because it's a breathable fabric, I like it to be a little oversized just because you don't want it clinging to you and then you still sweat through it. It looks like shit. Also, we that might be about, a personal problem. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we talked about uh, oversized button-down shirts on V2 uh-huh. and the Call Me By Your Name respect. And, like, I have one that I've been wearing a lot lately, and it's slightly oversized, but nothing ridiculous. And I just, that's, I've just been trying to mimic that whenever I wear it. You just got to be careful with the other fabrics on your body. Don't wear linen pants with it. Don't go full linen. I mean, you could. If you're on I, beach I woke or up something. one morning after partying, and I... I I believe I do not remember going to bed and I woke up the next morning and I had a receipt in my email and I had purchased a full linen suit Nice. that I thought was going to be really tight to wear like out. And then I was like, yeah, I got to return this thing. <laughs> this is, this is a pointless purchase. Who gets blackout and buys a linen suit? 2010 Will. <laughs> Barrett, I feel like you know the answer. So why don't you just tell us? Well, I, I was just seeing, you know, I, I know Will is big in the linen game or I yeah. feel like he likes the linen stuff. I, buy, I, did, I wasn't huge on linen before I moved down to Austin, but it is such a nice fabric in the heat that yeah, it here, works. Yeah. Here are my tips on linen. If it's a top, you want it to be breezy. And don't worry if it gets wrinkled, it's supposed to wrinkle. If, that's that's if, a major thing. If you're going for a jacket or pants, do not do like the Tommy Bahama style pants that dudes in Viagra commercials are wearing. Um, <laughs> like drawstring? <laughs> yeah, like the big baggy blousey. Yeah. I- anything other than the shirt in linen, you kind of want slimmer and more tailored. And once again, it's a crinkly, wrinkly fabric. Just act like you're on vacation, and and you should be good to go. Now, if you're 65 and you're actively on Viagra, you can wear those pants. Yeah, yeah. But don't feel bad about it getting wrinkled because it's going to get wrinkled no matter what. Will, did you change shoes because we had the same shoes on again? No, I've been doing the Micah uh, change shoes halfway through the day thing lately. It feels is what is that? I can't explain why, but it feels really good. This is so stupid. Micah will wear one pair of shoes to work, and then at lunch he will switch into a different pair of shoes. I think Micah does it for health reasons, but I've just been doing it because it's a nice little mix-up. Uh, whatever, man. All right. Speaking of switching shoes, Phil switches shoes right before he goes to the gym, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that he also takes a ton of supplements from Onnit right yes. before he does that, too. Correct. You can go to onnit.com slash grandex, where you'll get a free sample of Alpha Brain, Alpha Brain. plus you'll receive 10% off all supplements and food. 10%. This includes supplements like the Alpha Brain that I just mentioned. The Shroom Tech Sport, Shroom New Tech. Mood. That's an office favorite is the New Mood. That's why everybody is in such a new good mood here every High single spirits. day. High spirits. Every day. Everybody's on the New Mood. And food items like protein bars and bites. 
plus the MCT oil, which I think is how Will makes his bulletproof coffee. Yes. MCT oil. Optimized. Optimized. Tastes a little little bit like coconut. It's all really, really good stuff. Plus, you can check out On It 6, which is their new home workout plan. If you don't have time for the gym, that's going to be perfect for you. Also, just for the record, for On It 6, you don't need a personal trainer. You don't need any expensive equipment. You just need the space to stretch. That's it. The space to stretch. That's, That's all it. you need. Space mm-hmm. to, room to stretch, and you can do on it six. Everybody has at least the room to stretch. Onit.com slash grandex. Go check it out. You won't be disappointed. All right. Our next listener question is from Joseph. Joseph is going to the PGA championship in his hometown of St. Louis in a few weeks. He says, I'll be going Thursday and Friday, maybe one practice round day. As I'm sure you know, every male in attendance will be wearing a hat golf polo, chino shorts, and sneakers. It's going to be super hot and humid, so throwing a vest or a QZ, that's a quarter zip, Ooh. on to switch it up a little isn't going to be an option. Any ideas to maybe stand out a little bit and not just kind of look like every other guy? Love the new pod, and thanks again. Thank you, Joseph. As you know, Austin hosts a golf tournament that we all get to go to as well. We so do. We do. So some of you guys may have some uh, some input I here like on what go- to wear to like a golf tournament. I feel like tournament fashion kills Phil inside a little bit. Oh, hate it. <laughs> it's, it's bad. I don't like that guys just dress like they're about to go play in the actual. Well, tournament. here's the problem. That, that's that's it. There, you it's, can't you can't be differentiated though. Like he's asking, what can I do to stand out a little bit? You can't. That's the problem. Is it everybody's wearing what you're supposed to wear to a the, golf? Yeah, tournament. this is a tough one. Yeah, it's, it's very tough. But I, I would like to hit on that one more time. Will the the guy that is there to play golf? I mean, there are multiple dudes out there in golf shoes. That's like, yeah. yeah that's don't un- wear golf. That's don't unnecessary. Golf. What is going not on? Comfortable. If you wear golf cleats to a to a to be a spectator at a golf tournament, <laughs> what is that? You should kick your own ass, <laughs> like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. I've mixed it up at the WC WGC Dell Match Play by doing just a, I have a short sleeve linen shirt that I've worn, uh-huh. and that has been you. You still blend in and don't look like you're trying to like you know look cool. Tee it up, but you it's different, and no one not that many other people are doing it. What? So what, what if you've been, what have you worn? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I, I really fucked it up the first time. So we left straight from the office uh-huh. two years ago. And I was with uh, Matt Cisneros. And big t-shirt Matt? Big t-shirt Matt. And um, he looked great. He had his standard golf attire on. And I think I wore these black skinny jeans out there. Ooh, and oh, regretted no. every second of it. Because yes. it was too hot. It was too fucking hot. But we spent most of our time in the Grey Goose Lounge. Great, great lounge. Um, which was very cool and air-conditioned. Get a good but, $14 cocktail in there. Yeah, yeah. But the next year, um, you know, what I try to do is keep it a little bit, you know, golfy up top. But maybe wear some some different shoes. I, if if you have a pair of Yeezys that you don't feel like you care about too much, wear them out there. That's something different. I wore joggers. Yeah. Both, both times I've been, I think, just to be like, I mean, I wore a golf polo or whatever, but it was I, I wanted like some of my normal style, not just like golf shorts and a golf shirt. So I did. I mean, there are joggers. polos out there that you can wear that aren't golf polos that will look different than. The pissing contest that is every guy out there wearing the polo from either the tournament that he's been to or the nice country club that he has played at one time. Or the Masters. Yes. That, and, and that's all the guys do out there. They just right. try to wear something that's like, oh, man, where's that course? And, like, it's just weird. But there are other collared short sleeve shirts that you can wear and look yes. totally normal. So if this is in St. Louis, is that right? Yeah. So... This wouldn't work uh, here in Austin because it is, you know, everybody and their mother wears this shirt to the the tournament. But find yourself a cricket player shirt. Yeah. They're based here in Austin. They're good friends of ours. It's yeah. a great looking shirt. There's a lot of different colorways. And I can guarantee you in St. Louis, there's not going to be a lot of cricket rolling around at that tournament. And it's kind of old school looking. Yeah. That's yep. definitely, that's, yeah. a, that's a nice play. That is a good suggestion. But, and, and basically what you guys have just touched on is exactly what I was going to say is just don't wear a golf a, a golf polo to, mm-hmm. like you just right. said don't I mean, I mean that's a way to stand out that's don't a way to stand out just wear yeah. just wear a regular 
you know, polo. your favorite polo from J. Everyone Crew or, else or your regular short sleeve button down or something like that. And you will, and you will stand out because everybody else will be stunting in their master's gear or their, you know, St. Andrew's hat. It also, I would argue that depending, it depends entirely on the tournament you're going to. For instance, the WGC is very laid back. I would say your number one concern should be comfort. It's hot as hell. Mm-hmm. No matter how. Yeah. Just be comfortable, man. Yeah. Don't be worried about what you look no like. No matter what honestly. happens, you're going to get hot. And if you're going to a tournament that's a little more prestigious, like if you happen to be lucky enough to go to Augusta or whatever, then you just have to dress like everyone else. Yeah. Don't try to be fancy with it. You're going to feel like an, like you're an outsider. Just just dress like an asshole one day. You'll, <laughs> it, it'll be worth it. You're focused on the golf anyway. Fuck what you're wearing. That's my advice. Did you I dress wanted, like an asshole I wanted to look different when I went yeah. to uh, the Players' Championship. We went like... Four days, I think, and one day I was like, you know what? I don't want to wear the same shit we're wearing every single day. And I wore a Travis Matthew polo that looks like it would be, you know, structure-wise a golf shirt, but it had little designs all over it of mm-hmm. like sombreros, tacos, and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm party guy today, whatever. Like it's still, it still fits, and it, it's not necessarily fashionable, but it's a golf tournament. Golf is one of the least fashionable sports I've ever seen. Yeah, golf requires goofy pants and a fat <laughs> ass. I mentioned it to Dave the other day. Like golf <laughs> shoes are some of the worst shoes collectively that you could ever try to shop for there's Dude, no nike has some fly knit trainer golf shoes right now that are dope damn it i've only seen <laughs> about three total pairs of golf shoes in my entire life where i think to myself i want those shoes i need to get those because those are good looking golf shoes and they were expensive as hell or you yeah. can't even get them anymore yeah you know the I'd say about 66% of dudes have probably been to a golf tournament in, a, probably. in their life. <laughs> 66% of men also lose their hair by age 35. wonder if there's a tie in there. The thing is, when you start to notice that hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair that you have. It's easier to keep the hair that you have than to replace the hair you've lost. And thanks to science... Baldness can be optional. Science. You can wear a hat to a golf tournament. You can't wear a hat to the office. That is true, which is why you need forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss without having to break the bank. You can order now. My listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today. Right now, while supplies last, you go to grant you go to forhims.com slash grandex. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash grandex. Producer Micah has had a wonderful experience with hymns. Uh, you just you get on, you get the app, you take some photos of what's going on with your hair, you send it in, and the next thing you know, you have a package arriving at your door with all the stuff you need. You it's don't easy. have to go to the doctor. You don't have no to doctor's s- visits. wait no in a waiting room. Where, where'd you come from? <laughs> I just love 4 slash Grandex so much that I need to hop in here. This has been a great con- a great podcast. Please continue. 4 slash Grandex. You really have nothing to lose. It's five bucks. Check it out. It'll be You're well worth it. You're saving time and a ton of money. You don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It's very easy. few pics of your dome, doctor, hair, profit. Easy as that. Yeah. All right, guys. I've got one more question here. It's from Ben. He says, what is your stance on Hawaiians? I still wear them, but I feel like they are going out of style. Mm, interesting. This is circumstantial, right? Barrett like, warm in the office the other day and looked mm-hmm. fly as hell. You can wear them. It depends on where you're at. It's a geography deal. It's like, you know, if you live in fucking Minnesota, you can't wear a Hawaiian right now. You're going to look like a goon. If you live in Austin... No big deal. Here, People okay. wear wines every day. I don't go out too often anymore, but I've Sad. been out, I've I've been out a couple of times <laughs> to the of, bars in, to the bars in Austin over the last month. And what here's I, I'm I've still I've got a bunch of printed short sleeve Hawaiian shirts that could or that could be called Hawaiians. I still really really like them, but out at the bars right now, it is it's like the new. Uh, I, I don't know what. It, it is what every dude is wearing out right now. Is it like the new polo? I guess. Well, I liked that you wore it the other day with an undershirt and you wore it open. Yeah. Because when I see a guy that just has it buttoned up when there's like two buttons undone at the top, I'm like, eh, that looks a little generic. Yes. But the way that you pulled it off, just having it open was a lot more welcoming and fashion forward than just simply tossing one on and buttoning it and calling it a day. The, I think I think that's kind of the key here is you have to make it. it it's 
it's not just throwing a Hawaiian and you're done. Like you have to make an outfit out of it. Like the full fit has to make sense and look good. Like I always find myself because of my other staples Mm -hmm. in what I wear. When I put on a Hawaiian, I'm like, damn it. I look like the generic frat guy that I'm trying to move away from basically. And that's because I don't have the means to mix it up and do like what you did the other day. Uh, just because of the the shorts and pants and and shit that I have, but if you're just doing it super basic like that, I don't like. I don't. I'm not a fan. But if you're doing it with some flair and you're doing it in a way that ma- that makes it a little more original and stand out, then I like it. Yeah, I mean to answer your question, Ben, they're they're definitely not out of style. In fact, I feel like I s- I've seen more of them from brands like Prada and Gucci than ever before uh, this spring and summer. So yeah, they've been they're, everywhere. they're all over runways still. It's still very much a trend. Like we just kind of talked about, though, it, you you might end up looking a little bit ubiquitous and generic if you're just wearing it in a super basic way, especially if you pair it with your kind of classic, traditional, preppy uh, staples. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is why when I've been wearing them, I've been trying to do them a little bit differently. Phil, I know... like. They can look cool with jeans, yeah, which so, is really a nice way to mix it up. Yeah, it's Bieber style. Yeah, I usually and even you know uh, the old frat tuck. If you if you want to you know pop the front into the the pants, if you're wearing you know slacks or or black jeans, which is what I wear with literally everything. Um, I have one from J Crew that I guess the base color is like an orangey red, which is very easy to pull off. Uh, I would my advice would be to stay away from like the the drapey boxy Tommy Bahama stuff. Yeah. And and go, you know, kind of gravitate more towards the the more modern cut. I'm so glad that you made that point, Phil, because that's a big part of making the Hawaiian look good is it needs to fit you well. If you buy the generic XL Tommy Bahama Hawaiian, you are going to look like an old uncle or whatever. That's not the look. That's not it. No, you don't want to be. You got to get that shit fitted to you, and if that means taking it to a tailor or whatever, you got to do, make it look better. What about with white jeans? White, yeah, perfect with white jeans. Mm -hmm. Definitely a way to mix it up. That's a vibe. Or even just we've talked about kind of cuffing or rolling up your chinos. Mm -hmm. Like that's a way to set it apart. Uh, I do like wearing mine open sometimes with just a t-shirt or tank top underneath. So yeah, I I I think that's the the right call right now is just. If you put it together with just like khaki shorts and boat shoes or flip flops, then you will look generic, pretty generic. Mm-hmm. So find some ways to kind of diversify and mix it up and, and change the way that the the overall fit looks by by pairing it with with some things that are a little bit different, a little bit more unique. I concur, <laughs> guys. This has been an excellent first round club cool roundtable. What a treat! Thank you all for being here. Where can we follow everybody on social media? I'll go first. <laughs> you can follow me, Ross Bolin, at WR Bolin on all social media. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are the main ones that I use. Uh, check out the Ross Bolin podcast. Barrett, thank you for having me. Absolutely. You can follow me at Will DeFreeze on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, also, make sure to subscribe to Touching Base podcast on, its, on the Grand X Network and the Sunday Scaries podcast also on the Grand X Network. You can follow me, Philip Battaglia, at P Batag um, on Instagram. Spell it. P as in Philip. <laughs> B as in boy. A T T A G. Thank you. You can follow my personal accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Barrett Dudley. Uh, I see all the DMs there. So if you have more questions, you can keep shooting me DMs. But we also have a hotline that's now open. Uh, I'm going to start playing these hotline calls in the coming weeks. That hotline is 833-CLUB-COOL. You can also email me at barrett at grandex.co. Follow the social media accounts. It's Twitter and Instagram at Club Cool Pod. And once again, if you liked this episode, if, you, if you've listened to the others and you've enjoyed them, share them with your friends. Send them the link to the SoundCloud or to the Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening blast them out to your email list serves fantasy football is about to start share them with your fantasy football team <laughs> your league and the players send and, it to and the players send, send it, it to, to tom, tom brady Gurley. do that for me i really really appreciate it we'll see you next week on v5 adios bye